Hey folks, Randy Newberg here. COVID cough and all. I hope you're doing well. Uh, today is the first of our many bonus episodes that we're going to be doing over the course of the next probably three or four months where we talk about how to draw tags, how to allocate your budgets, allocate it smartly, uh, and get the most out of the investment you make in these non-resident tag applications that are a necessity of uh, hunting out west. We always talk about all these great things that, oh, we want to go do this, we'd like to go do that. And part of that is you have to acquire a tag in order to go. And I'll be the first to admit these western states have some of the most complicated just elaborate schemes to part you with your money in order to go hunting. And I wish it was different, but it's not. It is going to be this way for a long, long time. So the more we understand it, the more we accept it, and the more we kind of vote with our money. There are some states that just don't have the value. So don't spend your money there unless it's just money to burn. Be smart in how you do this. And uh, to me, that's that's an important part of what we're going to focus on because I think a lot of people are under the impression that we just apply everywhere for every species, and that is not the case. Um, like here, we're going to talk about Wyoming today. I dropped out of the Wyoming point system for bighorn sheep and moose back in 2007. And at the time, I, ha I think I had seven points. And I just said, you know what, I, it's it's just not worth having to pay $100 a year for a point for me and for my son Matthew. I'll spend that money somewhere else. And now a point there costs $150 plus a 2.5% transaction fee and da 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 So, um, it's, uh, it's just something we got to think about. But these application draw strategies, whatever you want to call them, uh, these are all brought to us by our great friends at Go Hunt. My microphone's making some noise on my zipper here, so I'm gonna fix this. Uh, but the folks at Go Hunt are—they have a system or a, a service, whatever you want to call it, a, a platform that makes all of this information really easy to to digest. They have strategy articles. They have 3D maps now. Have all kinds of stuff, and uh, you hear us talk about it because it is the place with the best draw odds, the best strategy articles, great information, overview of every state, how it works. Um, if you're a member of the Insider, you're going to get more out of that Insider than what I'm going to give you here about Wyoming. Um, but go to the Go Hunt website, use promo code Randy and they'll give you a $50 gift card if you sign up for the Insider. And we want to thank all the other great partners that make these podcasts possible. Uh, Leupold, Nosler, Mystery Ranch, Wild Alaska Seafood Box. Um, hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh, but anyhow, with all that, uh, if you use promo code Randy somewhere, you're going to get a discount. Like John at the Seafood Box, he'll give you scallops for life. Uh... Mystery Ranch, if you use promo code Randy when you buy a Mystery Ranch pack at the Go Hunt Gear Shop, they'll give you 10% off. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, 
those great companies make all this possible and especially go hunt they want us to do these every year they ask us randy when are you going to get this one done when are you going to do this one when are you going to do that one all right all right all right so we've got these bonus podcast episodes we do youtube videos to go along with it and we post a lot of extra information out on our forum we own a forum called hunttalk.com there's a full segment of the forum called tags and applications a lot of really savvy folks hang out there uh, and they have a lot of inside knowledge tips tricks of things you might do to get better value out of your money so let's get into Wyoming uh, Wyoming has three different parts to their draw maybe four if you count bison uh, the deadline for the non-resident elk. So everything we're talking about in Wyoming, this only applies to non-residents. Residents in Wyoming don't have a point system. Their deadlines are different uh, in, in many instances. So what I'm talking about here is for those of us who are non-residents in Wyoming. And the first thing you need to know are the deadlines. Now, I'm going to focus mostly on elk right now. Later on this spring, uh, we'll get into deer and antelope. And the reason that is, is the deadline for elk is February 1st, 2021. And unfortunately, we have to do that. And the draw usually comes out around the third week of May. So we're sitting on this stuff for a long time. Now, I'm not going to get into bison and moose and mountain goat and bighorn sheep in this, this podcast. Because it's not that many people apply for it. And those who do, I already know how that system works. It's quite expensive. Um, and it's got different deadlines. If you are in that system, just mark it on your calendar that you don't miss the deadline of March 1st for uh, sheep, moose, and goat. And bison is March 31st. And then deer and antelope will be June 1st. So <laughs> you got plenty of deadlines in Wyoming that you can mess up. <clears throat> but let's talk about elk. And uh, the way that this system works for elk is the same way that it works for deer and the same way that it works for antelope. Uh, you don't need to buy an upfront hunting license in Wyoming like you do in other states. Uh, it's all part of your application when you apply you have to pay all your money up front though so you have to cough up whether you apply in the what's called the regular draw or the special draw now wyoming has split their non-resident draw into two groups 60 percent of the tags go in the lower cost what they call regular draw which this year for elk is 707 dollars i believe and then there's a more expensive special draw where the other 40% of the non-resident tags go into. And that's $1,280 some dollars. So you're talking about over a 500, I don't know, 550, 70, $570 some dollar difference if you want to go in the special draw. So if you're going to go that route, check out the draw odds to make sure it's worth your money. Because there are some hunt codes where the draw odds were actually the same or better in the regular draw. So, don't spend all that extra money if you don't need to. Um, so, here's kind of how it works. 
and I'll use an example. Say there are a hundred tags for a hunt code, hundred non-resident tags. Sixty percent of those or sixty of those tags are going in the regular draw. Forty percent or forty of those tags are going in the special draw. Now when we get into each of these draw categories, whether it's regular or special, then it gets split even further. Where 75% of the tags go based on a preference point system. And I think this year the maximum preference points that non-residents can have is 15, if I remember right. So that's how 20 or 75% of the tags get allocated. The other 25% are just strictly random. So everybody goes into the preference point part of their draw. And if you don't draw there, you automatically get thrown over into the random part of the draw for the remaining 25% of the tags. So everybody does have a statistical chance of drawing so long as Wyoming gives away a random tag for that unit, for that draw. So go and look because there are times you're going to see where some hunt codes, by the time you get done splitting at 60-40 between regular and special, and then 75-25 between the preference point pool and the random pool, sometimes there's not a random tag left. So look at last year's numbers and make sure. <laughs> it's crazy how many people apply some years and apply in a draw where there's not even a tag. It's like, hello, anybody home there? <laughs> so just be making sure of that. You, you, you're, you're already paying this money up front, so that's coming out of your budget that you've allocated for tags uh, across all the states. And you're paying a 2.5% transaction fee. So 2.5% turns out to be a decent chunk of money. Uh, especially if you're applying in the special pool for $1,283. Uh, what's that? 30 some dollars as a, just a transaction fee. So here's the other thing to think about is some people use the term point creep and we're, we're doing a whole series of this, us and go hunt. They're doing a bunch of articles on this. We're doing a podcast on it. I've been writing about it out on my hunt talk forum. Point creep. Wyoming right now has 124,000 non-residents in the system for elk. Yeah, 124,000 people. And a lot of those folks are just buying points. They're not even applying for a tag each year. They're just buying points, buying points. Oh, someday I'll want to burn these points. Well, what's happening now that we have a lot of people with double-digit points, they look at last year's draws and say, well, gosh, last year that took 11 points. I've got 13. I think I'll jump in this year and apply for a tag. Well, now all the people with 11 points, he said, Phew, I'm finally there. It's taken 11 points and I've got 11. They get all excited. 2021, they jump in thinking, all right, I'm going to draw a tag this year. Well, the folks with 12, 13, 14 points who'd been buying points on the side, they aren't even showing up in last year's draw odds. These folks who, well, I call them the point buyers, all of a sudden they jump in and this year, it instead of taking 11 points, 
for that hunt, it took 12 or 13. It's just part of what happened. So know how many people are out there buying points at each point level. And Gohan has that information. Or there, Brady Miller, who, who is our content director, he and I have been talking. They're going to have it up there, hopefully by the time this podcast drops. Um, and that will give you a feel for what are the odds of point creep, is the term that's used, is going to bump you out this year. Um, so that is, that, that, that's a really, really brief nutshell of how the Wyoming system works. By February 1st, you got to go online. It's all online. You have to make a decision. Am I going to apply in a special draw and pay the extra money or am I going to go in the regular draw? And then you have to look at how many points you have and compare it to last year. It gives you a little bit of an idea of what it might be uh, this year to draw the same tag. And statutorily, I think it's 7,250 tags have to be given to non-residents under Wyoming law. And uh, how that works is they give away 16%, I believe it is, of the the limited entry tags go to non-residents. And then the remainder gets made up with what they call general tags. And you'll see the hunt code is G-E-N, general. And that lets you hunt a huge number of units in Wyoming. Uh, I had the general tag last year. Uh, and uh, it's, yeah, if, if you go out to their website, they have all of them highlighted. But I'd bet you it's... 30, maybe 40 units that you get to hunt with that general tag. Uh, and last year, the the random odds, so uh, in the expensive special draw, I think it took one point last year to draw the general tag. And even if you didn't draw it in the preference point round, your odds in the random draw were right around 50%. And that fluctuates every year. And the uh, regular draw, it took, uh, I think, three points to draw in the preference point part of the draw. And then I think it was like a 15%, so close to 15% uh, draw odds in the random part of the draw for that general tag. And a lot of people just apply for the general tag for a couple of reasons. One, they know that Wyoming has great elk hunting. They know Wyoming has a lot of public land, even in these general units. And they like the fact that in most of these units, not all, you got to be careful, and we'll get into this in a second. But in most units, you can go and hunt the September archery season just by buying the archery stamp. So you can hunt September 1st through the 30th with your bow. And then you can come back and hunt with a rifle based on whatever season dates that unit has. And uh, I say that based on the fact that Wyoming has a, a different, they call them tag types, type 1, type 2, type 4, type 6, type 9. Uh, and go look this up in the regulations. You know, there's no substitute for reading this in the regulations. And if you're a member of the Insider at Go Hunt, you'll have all those regulations really sorted and high graded in the strategy articles that Brady and the crew put together. But understand what each hunt type means. Type one usually means, okay, rifle, 
and in most instances, most units, you can hunt bow and rifle. Now, type 2 is usually rifle, but it's usually a later season, like November or something. The other ones are usually cow tags or antlerless tags, type, I think type 4 and type 6. Um, and type 9, if there's a unit that has a type 9 tag, that's an archery-only tag. So, if you're thinking you want to maybe go hunt archery and then come back with a rifle, you got to look, especially the units in the Bighorn Mountains, the north-central part of the state. There's a lot of type 9 tags in those units, which means you can't come back in rifle season. So you got to pick. Do you want archery or do you want rifle? Um, so you just want to make sure before you do that. Uh, Wyoming has tons and tons of public land. Like I said, they have a thing called HMAs, hunter management areas, where it's private land that's open to public hunting. Most of those, there's a drawing sometime in early July. You put your name in the hat and say, hey, I'd like one of the slots available on this ranch. And then there's walk-in hunting areas, which usually are just, all right, you go there and you park in a certain spot and you have to walk in. And uh, it's a really, really good program. Uh, Wyoming calls it PLPW, uh, Private Land Public Wildlife. And it's a great access program. If you get a chance or your your budget allows, I hope when you check out, you make a donation to the, the HMA walk-in hunting program. Uh, they're doing great stuff for hunters and uh, creating some amazing access on some really, really good properties. So uh, if that works for you, uh, go ahead and do it. But... Just remember the deadlines. I don't know how many times people miss these deadlines. February 1st. Cheat a little bit and put it on your calendar January 31st. Go online and decide, all right, what am I going to do? Am I going in the special draw because I feel it's worth the extra money, or am I going in the regular draw? That's, that's really your biggest decision other than what unit do you want to apply for. And... That's a bit of the roll of the dice. Um, every year, those draw odds change. If you go and look at the Insider, you'll see that it's got multiple years of draw odds. You'll see how they bounce around sometimes. Uh, I think what's happening is people say, oh man, the odds got really good in this unit this last year. I'm jumping in there. Well, everyone else saw the same thing. So now everybody jumps in there and their odds go in the crapper. Uh, so that... <laughs> that's just part of you know the the game the anticipation the the trying to figure out when to zig or when to zag i guess uh i spend way way too much time trying to do that and i always overthink it and guess it wrong um the one thing is when you do apply we we have this deadline uh i keep saying that it's uh, uh february 1st um, trying to remember what the date is that you can change your application by. Um, I'm looking through their their regs right here. I think you so you have to have your name in the hat by February first, but then they let you go in and alter your unit choice. Uh, usually sometime into May. Uh, 
I'm looking to see. You think I'd have that in front of me here, but I take advantage of that. So I always swing for the fences and hope that I, you know, I'm going to draw something. And if I do draw, I will go in and tweak my, uh, my application and, uh, you know, say I drew, uh, Colorado and I found out about Colorado. No, that's not a good example because they draw too late. I found out that I drew, um, New Mexico because New Mexico, we find out before this change date deadline in Wyoming. Uh, and so I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want a Wyoming tag also. So I can go and change my application to some really hard to draw unit that I know I'll never draw in Wyoming. And I just found it here. May 10th is the deadline uh, that you can use to go in and alter your application or amend it. So get it done by February 1st. If things change or you get some good intel or some better information, go in before May 10th and adjust it and keep your fingers crossed because sometime around the 20th or so of May we're going to find out what the deal is. Did we draw in Wyoming or did we not? Um, I love Wyoming. It's got such great elk hunting uh, and when you're thinking about your short-term, long-term or even in the middle, their midterm plans, Wyoming can be a little bit of any of those three. And I always say short-term is one to three years. Midterm is, you know, three to eight, seven, eight years. And long-term is double digits and beyond. Wyoming has an opportunity for every one of those categories. It just comes down to how you look at it and how you want to spend your money. How often do you want to go? Um, think about that as you're planning because you're, we all have X amount of budget. Some of it's probably allocated to short term and some of it to long term, maybe a little bit in between. Uh, Wyoming is an option no matter what the, the horizon, the time horizon that you have. Uh, I would say that the two elk states I always tell people to build points in, Arizona and Wyoming. Uh, it, unlike a lot of states in, in Wyoming, it used to be like most states, but they changed it. And here's how it is now. Just because you're unsuccessful doesn't mean you get awarded a preference point for the following year. They open that up usually July 1st and they run it for three or four months where you have to go in and buy your point after you've been unsuccessful and an elk point uh how much is an elk point it used to be 50 bucks but for some reason i'm thinking that that is getting bumped up i could be wrong but so you go in you apply you give them your credit card they hit your credit card for the whole shebang plus a two and a half percent transaction fee and then sometime in may you find out if you drew or didn't draw and you keep your fingers crossed. That's uh, that's Wyoming in a nutshell. I mean, I, I can go into <laughs> minutia of the highest degree, but I think that's the important stuff you need to know. And I would say if you want more detail on it, you really want a strategy article that lays it out and gives you everything in super helpful illustration. I mean, the, the one of the beauties of the strategy articles that Brady puts together out at Gohan is the illustrations that they do. 
They have all of these images that show how the the special and regular is broke out, and then how the 60-40 split gets broken down further by a 75-25 split. Um, just the strategy articles out there are worth it. You're going to spend way more time <laughs> on their platform, uh, the Insider, than any software you have. Uh, and those strategy articles are, are a big part of that. And now that they have the 3D maps, another great value. So go to GoHunt.com, sign up for the Insider, use promo code Randy, and they're going to give you $50, a $50 gift card in their gear shop. And through the month of January 2021, uh, the end of January, Leupold's given us a really cool rifle scope that we're giving away for anybody who's an active Insider member, even if you signed up eight months ago. If you signed up using promo code Randy, you're in the drawing for that Leupold rifle scope. So I appreciate you all being here. I can't believe I've made it 25 minutes without breaking into a coughing fit. Uh... This whole COVID thing is for real. Trust me on that. Uh, you don't want to find yourself down at the Vidral Triage Center with really low oxygen levels. That's uh, me speaking from experience about 10 days ago. Uh, so I, I hope that if you do get it, first of all, I hope none of you get it. And if you do, I hope that your most difficult symptom is just that you wake up and you can't taste your coffee some morning. My wife ended up with it, and she said the only reason she knew she had it was all of a sudden she couldn't taste her coffee. So while I'm laying there on the couch coughing up a lung, and her wondering if she could should call 911, she said that she felt just great, other than she couldn't taste her coffee. <laughs> Go figure. But anyhow, wish you all the luck in the world. Hope that you get applied in Wyoming. And we'll uh, the next one we'll talk about after this will be uh, Arizona. Uh, that that one's coming up following the Wyoming deadline for, let's see, Arizona elk and antelope. Kind of like Wyoming, then they have later draws. So uh, we'll be doing these uh, anywhere from two to four weeks in advance of the deadlines. And again... Nobody has made a money, so please be thinking about what's the best investment for you. What's Where do you get the greatest value for what your goals are? We did a podcast here about a month ago where we talked about goals and budgets and, and allocating your money in a smart way to get the most return out of that money. So approach it that way, and you'll probably be less frustrated, less disappointed, and I hope you're one of those lucky people that when the drawings are posted, your name has the big successful line next to it. So thanks for being here. Stay well.